right, welcome back to Philadelphia Sports Radio. We got some new people here, new faces. We got Brayden Harvey up there, and we got Pat here. We uh, we start off. We're smoking on that 49ers pack. And while we're at it, we're smoking on that NFC East pack. And might as well add it on. We're smoking on that whole NFC conference pack right now. Because the birds have made the Super Bowl, man. They're there. But... All week, bro, I've been hearing the media saying how they believe Kansas City is going to take this game. And the first thing that a lot of people have been bringing up is the best defensive player on the field. And uh, everybody's saying it's Chris Jones. And that's that's BS. Let, let, come on. Like, we cannot allow this to be a narrative. Hassan Reddick was second. He was runner-up in Defensive Player of the Year. How is he not the best defensive player on the field? Then, on the uh, on a flip note, we also got C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who had the most interceptions in the league and missed five games. There, there are two... I just named you two players, and there's a bunch more that I would take over Chris Jones. The media has been just slandering the Eagles for everything. They hate us, and we don't care. We don't. Jalen Hurts, nope, everybody's saying he's worse than Mahomes. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think so. I don't. He is on that same level as Patrick Mahomes. I mean, what do you all think? Like, I, I think Jalen Hurts is on the same level as Patrick Mahomes. Um, and I mean, in terms of production and like team success, absolutely. I mean, they have completely different play styles. Like Hertz obviously is gets out of the pocket and scrambles, and Mahomes is more of a pocket passer. But yeah, I, I think they definitely are on the same tier. I'd I'd give it to Mahomes as a better overall player right now in his career. But Jalen Hurts, it's it's really only his second year, and he's he has time to improve and. If he improves any more than this, he was already MVP runner-up. I mean, he, he could be the best quarterback in the league at one point. It also depends on what the Eagles do in, in his future, really, like building around him. That'll that'll determine his success in the long run, I think. But, uh, the, the media, they, they, love, they love to twist the narrative in favor of – well, against Philly uh, – Whatever Philly does good, the, the media has to find something wrong with every situation they're in. It it, it doesn't really it doesn't really bother me anymore because I'm I've just gotten so used to it with all Philly teams. Yeah, I, I would definitely go and say what you said, Ethan. You know, Mahomes I think has that level over Hurts right now, just because dude Mahomes is proven in every aspect that you can go and think of. He's just he's an he's an elite quarterback. There's no question you can't question his capability of leading a team. And I I believe like what I was saying before is with Kansas City, you know that Kansas City is in the next ten years, no one's doubting them on at least making the playoffs, if not a cha an AFC Championship game. I think Hertz has a lot more to still prove going forward in his career. And, you know, there's going to be cap situations with if you give him the 50 mil or 40 plus mil, how do you build around him then still? Do you go and how do you pay Devontae Smith when you have A.J. Brown, who is a 25 or 20 to 25 mil a year receiver? So, yeah, I, I, but I think Hertz did take leaps in everything that he did. I think, like you said, with the media, there's a lot of doubt that comes into it. And I think it's unfair in a way, not just being a biased Eagles fan, but I think it's unfair to go and say, oh, Jalen Hurts isn't this and that. He he went out and, like, I think he shut the haters up, and they both have different play styles. Like, one is a more mobile runner with Hurts. Like, that's why teams have to go on game plan. All right, how do we stop the run with Hurts, with RPOs, 
read options, stuff like that. That's I think that's where what boosted like Miles Sanders and the running backs this year is because when you look at it, there's a quarterback there that can just take off at any time. So you have to go and necessarily have the DN spy on them and then have a linebacker ready in case the first tackle misses. So I think that boosted like Sanders in a way as well this season is having that game plan set. But yeah, Mahomes is definitely a few notches ahead of Hurts. I think it could have went neck and neck with the MVP race if Hurts didn't miss those two games. But just like I said with Wentz, man, like when Wentz had that MVP caliber season, it's crazy because they both ended up missing. Well, Hurts ended up playing. But Wentz, Wentz ended up tearing his ACL, and then it went out with him. But Wentz was MVP, top runner MVP, and Hurts was neck and neck with Mahomes. But I give Hurts hats off to Hurts. Very big season he had, and we'll we'll see what the future holds with him. Uh yeah, I I think it's too it's too early in my opinion in Hertz's career for comparison right now. I mean, everyone was doubting Hertz. All oh, not a franchise quarterback. How are we gonna build around him? He had he had a rough a rough first year being in a new team, and they didn't know what to think. But I mean, coming from a non Eagles fan, non-Chiefs fan, I think Hurts is the guy, honestly. I mean, what he did this season, like you said, Luke, being a runner-up for the MVP after having the season that he did with the Dow, a lot of a lot of pressure on him, and then the lead, lead Philly to a, a Super Bowl in his second his second year. It's kind of unbelievable, but when you're humble, when you have that that capability of humbleness, you know. You can get things done and the players around them. But uh, I always say, I always think not, not, don't count Pat Mahomes out. We've seen what he's done in, in the past. And to be compared to the, the greats like Tom Brady and being that talk, he, he's got it done. I know a lot of good games that they were supposed to lose, that, that they weren't favored in. They came back. They, like the Bills game last year, close game, two all-star quarterbacks, and he got it done in the, the last seconds of the game. Uh, I just think there's there's a lot of uh, a doubt on Justin or Jalen Hurts, and I think he's the man. I, I do, honestly. Uh, a lot of media talk, like we started off the media, everybody always doubts Philly. It doesn't matter what position that they're in. They're just a hated team. Their fans, their fan base, the team itself. You know, you got to give it to them where credit's due, though. Honestly. Like, they're going to a Super Bowl with with a, a brand-new quarterback facing, you know, Patrick Mahomes, the, the, talk of the, the talk of the town. And he has the experience that he has under his belt only being 27, you know. But, yeah, I think – I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's too – Jalen Hurts should be more in the talk of those Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. He's not He's not included a lot, and I think that's not right because he's shown – he's done enough this season to show, man, I should be in this – you know, I got the attributes. attributes I got the, the skill. He is a running quarterback. You know, they – Patrick Mahomes, I think I would I would favor him over Jalen Hurts, honestly, because only because of the the things that he's he's already been to a Super Bowl. He's been in the playoffs more. He has those, you know, what should we do? What are what are we gonna do in this situation? But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stigma around Philly itself. It doesn't even need to be Jalen Hurts. It could be someone else and there'd still be stigma. Like Philly is the most hated team in the NFL, without a doubt, and that doesn't that doesn't you know make it any better. But we'll see. I think it's going to be a, a really good game. I think Jalen Hurts, you know, that he has he has the targets. Devontae Smith, 
A.J. Brown, the season that A.J. Brown had with the couple seasons he had with the Titans, he did his thing. He made his name known. He, we'll see how it goes. Thanks, Fartfee, for that take. And um, I pretty much agree with all three of you, man. I'll keep mine short so Cam and Pat can get their piece in on this too. Um, I don't really think – don't get me wrong, Jalen Hurts is a very good quarterback. I'm a huge Eagles fan. But there, there's no quarterback in the NFL that's on Patrick Mahomes – or on Patrick Mahomes' level. There's there's really not, dude. It's, it's a little early in Jalen Hurts' career to say that he's on the same tier as Patrick Mahomes. But – Mahomes has already proven he's a Super Bowl champion. He's won MVP multiple times. He's been to the NFC Championship, I believe, five times now. Um, yeah, so he's already proven he's without a doubt the best quarterback in the league. Don't get me wrong, Jalen Hurts is one of them, but he's not. I don't believe that he's the best. But like you guys said, he still has a lot of room to grow. He's only in his third year as a start, technically second. That was technically his second year as a starter, so – um, yeah, he definitely has a lot of room to grow. And if he was the runner up this year, he's only going to get better. And hopefully he wins an MVP sometime in his career. And hopefully he wins the Super Bowl championship this year, because then the comparison to Dak Prescott will just be over. I don't even want to hear that anymore. See, I gotta, I gotta kind of agree with bubbles though. So what does the most valuable player on the field do? They win. What happened when Jalen Hurts was not on the field? They lost twice to really shitty teams. Okay? Why he didn't win the MVP is beyond me because he was easily the most valuable player to the Eagles offense. The, like Some of the catches that happen don't happen without Jalen Hurts. Some of the routes, some of the touchdowns, everything doesn't happen really without Jalen Hurts. So on that level, I think it's completely different if Mahomes' backup came in and, like, what would he do? I feel like it's kind of the same thing, but at the same time, it's it's not. I, like, Jalen Hurts brings running. He brings the arm. Like, all this other stuff that maybe Mahomes could run, depending on the ankle, especially coming up this week. I, I know a high ankle sprain, what, last eight weeks, something like that to recover from. And Jalen hurts his shoulder, so I I don't know. I, I agree with Bubbles at, to some extent, but I don't know. It is pretty early. It's his what second, third year, second year. I don't know. Second what a full second fully starting. Second fully starting, yeah. But I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully, he does win an MVP coming up in the next few seasons. Yeah, I, I agree with Cam, and I was going to bring that up, too, that granted we didn't really see much of a, a situation where Mahomes was out like we did with Hurts being different, but uh, you definitely notice a difference in the offense and just how the team played when Hurts was out those two weeks with Minshew in. You notice all the routes were different because all the timing was off, and people could argue that's just because, oh, they haven't played with Minshew. This is the issue. They haven't had time to build chemistry, but – if you're not an MVP caliber player, there wouldn't be that much of a difference between a team with how the media likes to say, oh, well, they have A.J. Brown, they have Devontae Smith, they have Miles Sanders, and they have a solid O-line. Why can't anybody QB, anybody be a QB and go in because it's such a system QB role? Um, I will say, though, that Mahomes, because he's older, he has more experience, he's been there before, I do think he edges out Hurts, but again, Hurts is up there. He's playing up there, and he is humble. Uh, I forget who exactly said it earlier, but he's very humble because uh, you see it in when he had an interview with Jason Kelsey on his podcast where Jason Kelsey kept trying to bust him for, oh, you're the only QB that squats 600. He would just laugh it off and keep going. But all the interviews you see, he's humble. He just takes, He just plays for a team. That's all he wants to do. He just wants to win the Super Bowl for Philly. He kind of just wants to fly it on the radar. Uh, he will do what he needs to do for the team, and it shows because he's done it in interviews. He's a leader. He's a dog, and he's only in two years. So I think he's got a long future in Philly. And on top of that, I will say going into this week, as we noticed, uh, don't mess with the Rocky statue. 
I I like I like your take on that too, Pat. With saying that the offensive line and the weapons, I think I brought this up a lot. Is it his fault? How everyone's like, oh, he's a system quarterback. No, it's in every aspect, like you said. A good organization will come and bring you your weapons. They'll come and do that for you. It's not his fault, man, that he was granted with AJ Brown and and Smith. Like I was looking into it and. Seeing the comparison, actually, with the Chiefs and Eagles, if you look at it, the Eagles drafted everybody on this team besides on their offense, besides A.J. Brown. And that just shows me, like, a few years ago, people were like, oh, Howie don't know how to draft. He's messing up the team. Let's get rid of Howie. Dude, Howie's been good, man. And and what I love about Philly is they're aggressive with – their trades, knowing how to go and get equity out of it. And even just, dude, trading for A.J. Brown, that was a huge, a huge leap. And it, it's not a leap of faith because we are we know A.J. Brown's proven. But, like, coming to Philly, man, like, it's, it's a good thing, dude. And uh, I believe, like, no one can go and say, oh, Jalen Hurts is a system quarterback. What a quarterback, what's special about them is can you – Get a quarterback in and then make everyone else change their ways of game planning in a way, right? And like what you said about uh, about Minshew. Minshew comes in, yeah, their chemistry was probably off because he's working with the second team. But at the same time, you, the defense is no. Minshew ain't scrambling. He ain't doing the RPOs and read optioning. So – it kind of dwindled Philly's like play calling down for him. Like it's like, all right, how do we go from a running quarterback like Hurts and dwindle our system and our play calling down to now we're known as an RPO team and bringing Minshew into it, who's not a scram on QB at all. I thought Minshew was a dog. I love him at in Philly, dude. He's a dog. But I mean, dude, it's just when you come to Philly, like even if you have to replace Hurts. You need to know the role you're in. And I think, like, Minshew's a good backup. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm having a backup quarterback there, similar to, like, how Lamar Jackson is with Tyler Huntley, they're both very similar to where you don't have to change your game plan up because Huntley's a good running quarterback too. I'd want my next quarterback that's behind Hurts to be a guy that's able to come right in and fit in the system. Um, before before bubbles did you go I, I liked how Pat mentioned humbleness uh, I just like to say that when Mahomes won the MVP he was all dressed up and it was like accepting his award and then Jalen Hurts was asked about it like he's like, how do you feel that you guys you didn't win the MVP award he goes cool he's like he's so focused on this game and I just absolutely love it man he's so he's so, he's a cold-hearted killer man I love it I think like Going on, I mean, Jalen Hurts is a leader. That's that's been uh, stapled in. Like the first time he stepped on the field a few years ago, he showed he showed he was a leader. He had the guys behind him. And then <clears throat> we talk about um, last year. The man made playoffs. He made the playoffs with a horrible roster. Like, honestly, Pat probably could have started on that in that wide receiver core. That wide receiver core was a bunch of nobodies. Like, and he brought that team to the playoffs. And then you bring in A.J. Brown. You bolster up this defense, and look what happens. Jalen Hurts thrives, and the team is more successful than ever and more confident than ever. They are so, like, their confidence level is so high. Like, they are confident in what they are doing. And I think that just plays a role into how this team is going to perform on some here confident. They might, they might get punched in the face first play of the game. It might happen, but I don't see a way <clears throat> that they lose by a lot at all. Because they won't let that happen. Because their leader in Jalen Hurts won't let it happen. He'll take over the game if he has to. He'll put 
the foot forward, but he won't let the team just die. He's going to fight until the end. And that's what I love about you, whatever the price is. What were they saying? 50 mil that he's going to get end up being paid over the summer? They were hovering yeah, around like that. that. That was in the conversations. Yeah. Do you do you guys think though he's worth fifty mil? I just hope it doesn't hurt them in the long term. You know, I hope that we could keep our defensive players and our because our defense is like legit, like easily better than I'd say better than San Francisco. Yeah, no, I, thought, I, thought, where, I thought I thought you were gonna say better than the offense. No, I wouldn't say that, but it's like they they equal out each other so well you know i I think it's yeah i think it's neck and neck if you had to go and say philly's offense or defense you know what i mean i think it is neck and neck definitely don't know about paying jalen hurts 50 mil a year because that's a lot of money and we need all the money that we can get right now but if they if they do do it i don't see it being like a contract like mahomes got like a 10-year you know what I mean? It, it won't be that. It'd probably be a four, like a four-year, two hundred million dollar deal if he got it. But um, I was hoping for more of like a maybe six-year, two seventy-five, somewhere in that range, just so we can lock him up for a couple years and then go from there. You know what I mean? Maybe like in the three hundreds, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Steve. I think something like a four to six-year contract that would that would like be be best it just seems ideal to me because like he he's really good he's playing at a high level but he's just not give him some time to prove it you know what i mean don't lock him up for 10 years you know what i mean because what if he doesn't perform up to par and gets hurt or something like that like carson wentz and you're trying to trade off that 10 year 50 million dollar a year contract that's not going to happen that is not going to happen i think another another factor that goes into his contract is in, like like you said, injury. Exactly. With, with, with running quarterbacks, running QB, yeah. You, you never know when they're gonna get hurt. They could tear their ACL any any given play. And and Jalen Hurts takes a lot of hits, dude, too, and he takes hard hits. I, I think I think a, a ten year contract. I, I honestly, in my opinion, I don't care. A, a ten year contract is a bis, a bigger risk is for anybody. It's the biggest risk you can take. Your biggest ten years is going to be a massive contract that you're signing to, with injuries, and you don't know what's going to happen in ten exactly. years. Exactly. They took the Chiefs took a big, you know, a big. All right, Pat Mahomes did this. Pat Mahomes did that. I mean, they took a big risk, but I mean, it's playing out good so far. But you never know what can happen. No, it is playing good for them. Don't get me wrong, but it's just some could go wrong with Mahomes even too. You know what I mean? He's not even halfway through that contract. I think also, like, with the whole contract situation with Jalen Hurts, currently right now, the front office is building a plan. Like, they're they're just trying to figure out what's going to work best for their pockets at first. And I think Jalen Hurts is going to come to the table with his agent and I do not think he's going to want a full-on max contract. I think he's going to come to the table and say, let's cut some things up, maybe make some a bonus, you know, cut it off here, and slim down the contract so they can retain Devontae Smith later down the road. They can retain the defense they have. If And by the person we know, like, the person that Jalen Hurts is and has shown to everybody in Philadelphia is he wants to be here and he wants to succeed. I don't think he cares that much about the money. I, of course, he's going to want a good contract. He is not going to want a 10-year like or a $10 million contract. Like He's going to want some money, but I think he's going to cut corners to get some big pieces into the organization so that they can do this more often. And i that's who I think Jalen Hurts is. He's a winner, and he has that he has that dog in him. 
you know he he is so focused on everything he does he is a franchise quarterback he's gonna want franchise quarterback money but i think he's gonna try and fix room so that we can be champions more often than not so on top of that bubbles i got a few questions because like you said you think jalen hurts might take he might try to t- play the Tom Brady role where he takes cuts, but he still gets his money. So that ties into multiple questions because we have to think, what are the odds Kelsey retires? Lane Johnson apparently might retire. Brandon Graham's up there. And then you also have the one-year deals with Johnson and Bradbury. How do you – to anybody, how do you think that gets solved? Well, I, I mean, we got this already kind of solved. I'm, I'm sorry, Luke, to cut you off there. But, but, but Jason Kelsey is teaching Cam Jurgens how to play center. He is teaching him how to be that guy. I do not think – and every time we've seen Cam Jurgens step on the field, he's, he's doing – like he's blocking people into the ground. He's driving people. These are NFL players. Like, they are still, they're good. And Cam Jurgens is doing just what Case, Jason Kelsey does week in and week out. Now, Lane Johnson is a different story. If Lane Johnson retires, we might have to go to the draft. We might have to draft one. Um, <clears throat> then on the other side of the ball, I think we let Fletcher Cox walk, first off. I mean, I love Fletcher Cox. He's an icon. But just like we did with Jason Peters, there's a time you got to leave, man. And I think I think Fletcher Cox, yeah, he's still got some juice in him. But unless he's going to sign for really cheap, it's not worth our money. And <clears throat> Reddick has to return. That's a first. Uh, well, first he's off. there for three years. Is he? Okay. He, he signed he three years. Yeah, yeah, three year, forty five. So he's no. there for a while. We need Bradbury who retires and who doesn't. If Lane Johnson retires, I think you have to go and sign Bradbury and draft a tackle in the first round. That's how I'm looking at it. Maybe a later first round, maybe early. Um, second off, you got to resign C.J. Gardner Johnson. Right? Like, there's no way we can let that man just walk out of the building, especially with how he's played. <clears throat> um, but those two, I think one of them stays, and I think it's going to be uh, CJ Gardner Johnson because it's really hard to find an outstanding safety um, from the college level. It's really difficult. Um, so, lock him up if Bradbury walks then we go and get a cornerback in the draft you know like we have I think and same with uh if we sign Bradbury you know we might not have money for Miles Sanders and don't get me wrong he had a great year and he was top five rushing but I'm willing I'm a hundred percent willing to let Miles Sanders walk and draft a running back also because no 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 draft no drafting running back like you were saying draft a tackle if lane johnson leaves because we still I'm have game saying, one boston scott no I'm, I'm i know what saying you're saying scott, but like, scott, get, one, scott, get a third cheap scott's gonna end up leaving in free agency i'm not saying uh i'm not saying you have to draft a running back first round i'm saying our first round should be one defensive and one offensive wherever we're missing a hole if it's tackle, if I hope it's like, I if it's a tackle, we're taking a tackle, and we could take a running back in the second round. Like, we have to take at least one running back in this draft. That's that's in stone. It sh- depends on where we take it. Like like you said, if Boston Scott walks, then and we let Miles Sanders walk. We're going to have to pick one up in free agency. And if that's a good running back, we're just going to draft a running back late and give him an opportunity just to be on the roster. Well, what if you take, what if you take your needs 
I mean, like you draft your needs instead of a running back, and then you look in the guys that you can sign cheap, like like um, like Kareem Hunt or something like um, that. Kareem yeah, Hunt. I think, I think Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is ready for an actual full-on three-down back role, like he was with. I think he's ready to go too, dude. And there's been yeah. talk about him coming to Philly for a long time now. Yeah, I don't. Really I don't want to pay Kareem Hunt that much. No, Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt is a lot of teams are gonna value Kareem Hunt just from what he did in Kansas City and then being that that second guy with Chubb. He will, dude. If he, if they had Chubb and him splitting carries, Kareem Hunt is an animal. It's if just they have it, Kareem Hunt and Kenny Gainwell splitting carries in Philly, you, you sign Kareem Hunt to a cheap deal. I think they're gonna value him over there, dude. There's been talk about him coming to town for a couple years now. Some team, some team is going to offer Kareem Hunt 10, 10 plus mil. It's just how mm-hmm. it, it. I think they probably will too. I mean, like I just mean like those type of guys. I love, I They're love like radar that are good. I love what Philly, Philly can go and it's weird, dude. They can negotiate these guys to like take cheap deals, but Kareem Hunt is not going to sign anywhere less than the ten mil, dude. Like. He's a value. He's a valued running back. When he was in Kansas City, if those, if that stuff didn't come out about him, he would still be in Kansas City. Maybe, maybe not because of a deal. He would need a big deal. But Kareem Hunt was that running back at one point. He led man. the that league was, in rushing as a rookie. I'm pretty sure. You could say Never. the same thing about Todd Gurley, though. Like he was that guy in Los Angeles. Todd Gurley was a machine. It's just a shame what happened to him. No, injuries. It's a lot different, man. It's a lot different with Todd Gurley because, dude, the guy had. I think Ethan probably he's smart with this. Didn't Gurley have what two ACL tears in a college? Right. In college, I think he only had one. He didn't tear it in 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 the NFL. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I think he so scored twice in the NFL, didn't he? But his, his knees were bummed. His knees were bummed out. Both of them. Yeah, his knees were both bummed, dude, and he was getting arthritis, actually, in his knees. Todd Gurley's a different case than Kareem Hunt, 100%. Kareem Hunt, dude, still has that firepower, but, dude, like, Cleveland took a, 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 a leap of faith on him, to be honest. Like, so like nobody else, it's weird. Nobody else would have really picked Kareem Hunt up after that. Like it's like a similar situation with Ray Rice. Ray Rice then was done, but Cleveland did take him up. Whatever. But I like what what Pat was saying too with Lane Johnson. I actually did read that dude. He's thinking about dude calling it quits, man. I know he said he said um, I have to go and get surgery after the season. I think I think we got Lane Johnson one or two more seasons with like he came out and said in the beginning of the season that he wanted to play two more seasons, but now it's looking like we like you said he's calling it might call yeah. it quits. But I'm I don't really think he more. calls it quits after this season. Me neither. But I think I think what Philly your the game plan with Philly is with Bradbury. I think Bradbury just walks. He was saying, dude, he's open. Actually, it's crazy. Yeah, you're an eagle, dude, and you're talking about now going back to New York. Like, what the – what? I've like, never really liked Bradbury, honestly, dude. No, I always respect he him. A, he plays good, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if he's a guy that you want to – you got to pay Bradbury, dude. He's going to oh, want yeah. Bradbury's going to probably make like a 15 mil contract. And Darius Slay is already, what, the second or third highest paid corner I in the mean, league? Yeah, yeah, he's making seventeen like, a year. Like I'm not trying to pay. I mean, I'm, not, I'm obviously not a part of the Eagles organization, but um, what well, I don't Steve, think Steve, I don't think to say, it's not the Sims. <laughs> not the Sims. There's, there's always time, Steve. Yeah, I guess so. I, but uh, we're we're gonna move on to back. Oh, sorry, Braden, go ahead. No, nah, you're good. I, I just wanted to say I think the biggest thing I know we're talking about you know Miles Sanders or whatever, but I want to go off what Cam said. Um. The, the needs and wants. I think the biggest the biggest thing that they should focus on, I mean, after this is maintaining that defense. Like, look at that. We we talked about free agents and 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 retirements. You know, defense, defense wins championships. Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. And look at look at that defensive line this year. What are they averaging? Over ten sacks a game. 
Yeah, we, no, we we had sixty, we had sixty some sacks. We broke that, the record for most combined sacks. They had seventy. That's oh. a big. That's a big. You know, defense wins championships. And there's a lot hey, of other thanks, free agents this year. You know, there's a lot of other free agents this year. I don't know if they're all going to sign back to their teams. I mean, I know Saquon, Tony Pollard, Jamal Williams. They're all there's a lot of free agents this year, so you can also look there. I know someone like Saquon, injury prone, whatever, but he don't want to go back. Why would he want to go back to the Giants? And they had a good season this year, but he he hasn't done much in the years he's been there. You know, there's always where's the look. I know the draft. He's been hurt. The draft, yeah, but he the, the draft. I, I say take defense with with the the risk of oh who's going to retire, who's who's going to do this, you know. So moving off of those topics, we're going to wrap up the birds talk with Super Bowl predictions. Uh, what's the outcome? What's the yardage looking like over under sacks? Let me hear it all. Let's start with you, Pat. Oh, all right, right on the spot. Uh, are we talking total sacks or just team sacks? No, just like give me your give me your uh, who's going to win the game and then whatever else you want to add. Uh, I don't like doing that because the jinx teams. Um, not knock on wood. You know what I mean. I'm not gonna. Spe- I'm not gonna specify a winner. Just because I don't. I don't like doing that as a betting man. But I think the Eagles have the better chance. I am generally curious on who's gonna cover Kelsey out of the Eagles defense. I will say that. Um, I like AJ Brown and Devontae Smith against the rookie cornerbacks for Chiefs. So I. I think if I'm going with it, it's going to be high 20s, low 30s for the score. I'm not specifying it, like I said earlier. And then I think Mahomes throws an interception. And I'm going to end it with... Who do you think gets that pick? Jesus. Uh, I'm gonna toss it the underdog Epps. Does that does Epps come up with a pick? I don't worry about you. Don't, you, don't got, you don't got to put any money on this. I, I I feel like it's gonna be a random person, but I'm gonna toss it up between Slay and uh, Johnson. It, it's definitely gonna be some. It might be Blankenship for all I know at this point, but uh, <laughs> don't count I'm him go out. With that. Yeah, I'm not counting him out at all. Boy from Rutgers can play. <laughs> uh, and then I'll finish it with I saw a stat. I think it was the last nine NFL MVPs have never won the Super Bowl. So I'm just going to leave with that. And like I said earlier, Chiefs fans touched a Rocky statue. We know how that goes. Hopefully it holds true. And uh, go, Birds. I think, <clears throat> uh, first off, I'm not Batman, so I'm going to throw it out there. The Birds going to win this. They're going to win it 30 to 27. I'm going to tell you that right now. First off, right off the bat. There's keys to this game, of course. Uh, one, it's similar. The offenses for Kansas City and um, Philadelphia are extremely similar. They are. Like, when it comes down to what needs to happen, they're very similar. So, First off, the key to this game for both teams is the rushing attack. If Philadelphia gets Miles Sanders and Jalen Hurts running and, you know, sprinkle in some Boston Scott and some Kenny Gainwell, they got, they're going to be cooking for a while in that game. But on the flip side, if Isaiah Pacheco and um, uh, Jarek McKinnon, if they're, if they're, you know, in their groove and running hard, it, they they are also dangerous as running backs. On the flip side, on the defense, pass rush for the Eagles. They, they're the best in the league this year for pass rush. There's no better team. And I think that's going to play a role. We um, I was looking at some stats, and uh, their tackle uh, is ninth. He's ranked ninth, and he has a – like 10 holding calls this year. He, he He's okay. But Hassan Reddick has been eating. He ate up everybody he's played. That, uh, that offensive line for San Fran was supposed to be pretty good. 
right? They were a decent offensive line, top 10. And um, I think we just got to get to Patrick Mahomes. If he cannot have time to throw the ball, it's going to be hard. And then I'm going to leave it here. This is my bold prediction for the Super Bowl. Hammer it. Hammer this. Super Bowl MVP, Hassan Reddick. I'm calling it right now. Von Miller, when he won the Wait, Super Bowl are saying, MVP. Are you saying you're hammered saying this? Or are you saying. No, no. Oh, you're hammered. hammered. All right, all right. <laughs> I think we know who's hammered. <laughs> the last time that a defensive player won Super Bowl MVP was Von Miller in Super Bowl 50. He had, I think, two sacks, a couple, uh, I think seven tackles, eight tackles. He he went off. But Hassan Reddick has averaged in playoffs so far more sacks than that run, more tackles than Von Miller, and he's getting fumbles. He's, he's good at doing that. I'm telling you right now, hammer home Hassan Reddick Super Bowl MVP. Bold take. Well, Bubbles, you did say you were not a betting man. And as a betting man myself, I'm going to say flat out that ain't happening. I just saw earlier FanDuel boosted uh, Hassan Reddick to record one sack. And it's plus 100 now. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say Hassan Reddick isn't even going to get one sack. I'm I'm, going to say Joshua and Brandon Graham, they're going to have two sacks each. Hassan Reddick, he's not getting one sack. It, it, the NFL works in mysterious ways, and that, that's why this, that's why the sports books make money. Hard to bet in Vegas, eh? Exactly. How Ethan's the bookie. <laughs> so, uh, uh, in terms of the game, I think I think Travis Kelsey, like Pat said, I don't know who's going to cover him. I'm guessing they're going to have Gardner Johnson on him for the most part. But he's just such a mismatch to anyone. Uh, I think I think he'll go off. He'll probably have like eight or nine receptions at least, probably close to 100 yards and a touchdown. Um, I think for the Eagles on offense, I think their tight end Dallas Goddard. I think he has a big big game. Uh, he said earlier in the media that uh, what 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 a better stage to prove that he's one of the best tight ends in the Super Bowl. So I think I think he comes in with an angry mindset. I think he he, he gets a lot of looks over the middle, and uh, I think I think he has a touchdown too. Uh, overall, I think obviously the Eagles are going to win, and I'm going to go with uh, the same score as this game right here, forty-one thirty-three Super right. Bowl. I'm I'm going to say this. I I think that. The Chiefs wide receivers are going to get locked up. They're going to get locked up. It's just how it is. But now, yeah, I was saying this in the fade and previous with going against the Chiefs. How do you stop Travis Kelsey? Now, CJ, do we have – is Avante – do you guys know, is Avante Maddox playing in this or what? Yeah. I'm pretty sure all players are healthy. Yeah, all right, so then we – so we have Maddox sending the nickel. In a slot. So we have if we have Maddox, if we have Maddox playing and Garner Johnson could kind of like be like that like tight end spy, even though I've never heard of that, but a t- like a tight end spy on Kelsey, I think we're solid. I think I think Kelsey gets I don't think Kelsey has a big catch. I think it's gonna be dink and dunks with him. Maybe like a stupid like two yard touchdown with Kelsey, and then he goes and does his stupid little dances. And I swear to God, if he ends up doing uh, the I just want to rock dance, like Jason did the other week with Miles, it's gonna be a little messed up. It's gonna be messed up. Uh, I'm gonna call this though quick. I'm gonna call it quick. Boston Scott game winning touchdown. Game winning touchdown. It's gonna come down to it. Boston Scott. Game winning touchdown, yeah. The Eagles he ain't playing the Giants though. Huh? He ain't playing the Giants though. He's a Giant Slayer. He no, only no, no. the Giants. 
it, it comes down to where it's like, you know, sometimes Boston Scott, he's the, he's like a miracle guy here and there, you know. I like Kenny Gainwell, but I'm going to just go quick with this. Isaiah Pacheco, if he don't have a big game, obviously I think it's going to be a shootout by the Chiefs. I don't think the Chiefs have over 50, I'd say 50 to 75 total rushing yards. I think McKinnon is going to be a lot of a good dump-off pass. Their actual receivers aren't going to do nothing. And I'm not saying that as a biased fan. I just think they're going to get locked down. If the Chiefs get up early and often, it, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one because I, I want to see Hurts in this stage, like how they're all down and they're like, oh, he, he didn't play anyone this season. Here's your test. Here's your test, kid. So play. We'll see what you do against Kansas City in the biggest stage of them all. I think Jalen Hurts throws for less than less than two twenty five. It's gonna be I I don't know Philly when they rush that ball man. There's something about it. There's something about it. We don't need to be slinging a rock, but we'll see with that. Tuddy's Tuddy's come by Jalen Hurts rushing and a Boston Scott winning. It's gonna be a high scoring game. Shout out though Brandon Graham. If if this is your final year, you're going off with a victory. I think Jason Kelsey, dude, he got that mentality in him too. Jason Kelsey don't hang it up if he loses this game. I think there's a lot in people in Philly that they know in Philly right now we're competitors. So if you can go and lose this game, it's not going to happen. But if it does, they ain't hanging it up. So I think we'll see Jason Kelsey if the ring comes. We'll have our final big big speech. And hey, don't don't be throwing your stuff on the Rocky Balboa statue or Karma hits. Karma hits and the birds. Go birds, fly goes fly. One, two, three, hit them low, hit them high. Like I said before, man, I think defense wins championships. And I think I mean the Eagles, they're a favorite, but they have the more dominant team. In uh, top top to bottom, they have the more dominant team. And I like it. I, I know Pat Pat Mahomes is coming off that ankle, and I, I expect I'm predicting a lot of rough hits in this game. It's going to be a dog eat dog world out there. And Bubbles, Son Reddick, that's that's a really bold. That's a really bold move there. But I did see he got some votes. He got some votes. I'm placing the bet right after Reddick this. Got, Reddick got two votes. He got more than we thought, though. More than we thought, you know? Oh, Reddick's getting it. <laughs> uh, it should have been neck and neck. Yeah, right, right. I like I like the Eagle. Uh, coming from an unbiased fan, I'm, I'm neither Chiefs nor Eagles, but, you know, being a PA fan, I would love to see the birds take it home. And I'm sick of this Pat Mahomes talk. Like it, it's it's been here for a couple of years. I don't overrate it in my opinion, but what, what does it matter? Uh, I think the score prediction. I'm I'm gonna take it. Call me original, but I'm gonna take it by a field goal. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it 27-24. I was gonna say 30. I think with 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 the humbleness again. I think Jalen Hurts and the Eagles being hated, they have something to prove. Don't don't hate on us. We're we're the team. We're the ones to do it. But like before Pat, the comparisons, I'll say Pat Mahomes is without a doubt, and I will say this without a doubt, the better quarterback. He he, he showed us in the past years what he can do, you know, and. The run, I think it's going to be, you know, the little doinks that Luke was talking about. It's going to be a doink game. You don't want to be going out there risking taking it downfield when you have to, obviously when you have to. But I think Goddard and Kelsey, I'll take Kelsey over Goddard. For, but Goddard, don't count him out because he's he, he's a good tight end. But the the coverage on Kelsey, we, we we've seen him in – the best of coverage. And what has he done? Score, get to where he needs to be. He's the man for them. I know I'm not 
I'm not going to count Goddard out, though. And Miles Sanders and Pacheco, I think, in my opinion, Pacheco is uh, – he's one – I, I like him one of the most that I like in the NFL. He, he's a good running back for this scenario. But Sanders, I, I'm not going to say over under, you know, rush yards. I think it's too – too close, too close of a, you know, close to home for my buddies here on the pod. But I'll say it's going to be a close game, and I, I just don't like – I'm going off that that hate for the Eagles. They have something to prove, you know. They, they're the most hated, but we'll see who's undisputed when, it, when the time comes down to it. We'll see what Jalen Hurts can do. All right, so I think this is going to be a game – where this is going to be one of those games where AJ Brown just dominates the corner. It is, dude. There, there's too many weapons. There's too many weapons on the Philly offense for them to afford to double AJ Brown. You can't do it because then it's just going to leave more room for Dallas and um, Devontae Smith. You can't afford to really double him in this man. And I think that there's just, especially a rookie. AJ Brown is just so strong, man, really. And he runs, he's so fast. It's so hard to cover him, man, especially on those quick routes like the slants and stuff like that. And he's, his double moves are getting to the point where they're some of the best in the league as well. And I think he definitely, definitely, definitely exploits his talent in this. And he, he's also Jalen Hurts' like best friend and he's his number one receiver. These are the games that you feed your number one wide receiver in the Super Bowl. Look at what, how Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup. Like the, it, it's gonna be kind of like the same thing, honestly. But yeah, I'm gonna go. AJ Brown's gonna go off. I think he's gonna win Super Bowl MVP. Um, and I'm gonna put the score at 31-17. Steve, I was just about to say you read my mind right there. The Devontae Smith and AJ Brown are going up against double rookie corners this game. I'm pretty sure they're gonna absolutely tear it up. So this, the MVP voting for the game is going to come down to either A.J. Brown or Jalen Hurts, depending on how well Jalen Hurts, he's the rock. And if he even runs for – I'd say he has to run over 50 yards easily to win MVP. Yeah, he has to. But I don't know, man. For sacks, I, I don't think Ethan's take is 100% right on Hassan Reddick getting – Maybe one. I am saying he gets maybe three because he's just an absolute beast. He got snubbed for that defensive player of the year, which is just yeah, – I, I have no he, words he, for that. He's probably smoking out of a tinny right now. So <laughs> that, that's a little off. That's a little off. <laughs> I'm just saying these sports books, they, they know what they're doing. Enjoy that, Tinny. Enjoy it. <laughs> But the score, something's weird is going weird is gonna happen this game. I, I'm calling a safety. The Eagles' defense gets a safety on Pat Mahomes. Score being 33 to 24. Go Birds! All right, uh, that's gonna wrap up our Super Bowl talk. Uh, we're gonna wait, 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 wait. One more thing. One more thing. Go ahead. Your dark horse on each team. Before we wrap it up, your dark horse on each team besides. From Philly, besides Smith, AJ Brown, and uh, Hertz, and your dark horse on the Chiefs, besides Kelsey and Mahomes. My dark horse, I said it in the Fade podcast, is Jarek McKinnon. I think he's going to have two touchdowns. My, my dark, my dark, dark horse for the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to take. We've talked about the defense and that rush. How many sacks that defensive line is holding up? I'm gonna I'm gonna take Pacheco. They don't think they can rush that much on on that dominant defensive line. I gotta agree with Harv, dude. I think Isaiah Pacheco is gonna have a big game, man. He's been he's been pretty good in the playoffs, man. I think they took him in the seventh round too, or something like that. Maybe the sixth, but yeah, he's starting to prove himself. I think he's the dude over there. And for Philly, I think my dark horse is Kenny Gainwell. Love that, Steve. Thanks, Luke. I could agree with you, Steve, for the dark horse for the Eagles, but I'm going to have to go with Dallas Goddard. He's going to absolutely tear it up. He's going to get open a lot because I think they're going to focus on the wide receivers more than uh, the tight ends. 
Um, for the Chiefs, I'm going to say Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have some kind of weird catch, weird yardage. Like, it's going to be weird because, I don't know, it's Juju. He might do a TikTok dance on the NFL logo after the game. I don't know. Hey, Pittsburgh taught him well. Yeah. <laughs> him and Chase Claypool. Don't forget Jackson Mahomes is going to be there, too. Hard oh, hard like him. Har- yeah. Harv, might be doing, Harv might be doing a TikTok stitch with him or a do it. Kind of looks out. like him, to be Shout honest. Oh, Harvey. It's Harvey Harv Mahomes. <laughs> Come on. I know I know I'm the newbie, but what pick on the new guy? Well well that was Steve. You don't know that 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 yours, then. Not a little ringside talk. <laughs> oh. Uh I don't care for the Chiefs, but I'll probably agree with Cam with Juju because Ever since he's been traded, he's been way too quiet, even on the TikTok front if you're watching that. Just in general, his production hasn't been up there. He's been kind of overshadowed in the Chiefs. Super Bowl is his time to shine. And usually the Super Bowl is where the lesser-known guys or the less productive guys start to pop out because everybody goes for the main guys. For the Birds, uh, Bowles, I'm going to say Reddick gets covered too well because they know he's going to murder somebody if they let him go just like Purdy got murdered. So I'm going to go with the 52 here with Brandon Graham being the dark horse. I think I got to agree with you, Pat, with, yeah, I, I am saying that Hassan Reddick, I, I would bet Hassan Reddick just win Super Bowl MVP. But if I'm going somebody that is not Hassan Reddick, because I'll go against what I believe, the guy to look out for is C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I think he is the dark horse for Philadelphia. If Patrick Mahomes struggles to get it to these wide receivers early on in this game, C.J. Gardner-Johnson is going to have a lot of opportunities to have picks. And Patrick Mahomes does throw interceptions. He's not an alien. Like, And for Kansas City, I... And he just slings it anyways. Yeah, like half the time he just slings it. So C.J. will have opportunities to get this ball. For Kansas City, I think I'm kind of going to go the route with Cam and Pat with the wide receiver, but I'm not going Juju. I'm not. I'm going MVS. MVS is going to be slept on. He's been slept on all season. MVS is getting locked up, Bubbles. No, I am telling you right now, MVS is going to line up closer to the slot position, and they're going to hammer where we're weaker where we've been weak in this uh, in the coverage that we've ran, the middle of the field. They're going to, of course, take Kelsey in the middle of the field, but there's going to be a lot of time where they're going to have Kelsey run a short route or run an out route. And in that time, we're going to have our eyes directed at Kelsey. They're going to have MVS run right in the middle of the field. We've seen it with Dallas when they, got, when they beat us on Christmas they with Avante Maddox out, but – I think that's going to be one of the weaker spots is right behind our linebackers with TJ Edwards and Kazir White there. Ethan, before I cut you off for Luke, I forgot to name my dark horse for Philly. And before you were talking about him, and I think I think it's going to be Marcus Epps. All right. I, I don't we, know why. We, 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 after, after that dark horse, what's he going to do, bro? Run a punt down? Hey. Somebody down on the punt returns. Hey, you 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 talk about him all the time. How much you like him? No, Epps ain't my favorite guy. Don't yo, don't don't count him out this time in, in the big stage. Uh, uh, my my dark horse is quick. I'm gonna go Pacheco, Kansas City. If if anything, two two like easy touchdowns, like two yard tutties. Philly, Philly, Quez Watkins. GB, GB. Goodbye, boys. All right. That'll wrap it up for the Super Bowl talk. Go, Birds. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see We'll see you guys next time, hopefully with the Super Bowl championship. 37-34. All right, Luke, calm down with the script. Uh, a, quick, a quick update for the Sixers. Uh, they went yeah, since we last talked. Uh, they had a big win over the Nuggets, a uh, big win over the Nets, a couple big wins. Uh, 
Joel Embiid won Player of the Month and uh, just got named as an all-star starter, finally, which is which is good. I'll wrap up with the Phillies real quick. <laughs> uh, so Jose Alvarado uh, signed a one-year deal to avoid arbitration this year. Uh, yeah, spring training coming up soon. We're a little bit over. That's okay. Um, stay tuned for our plethora of podcasts. Uh, we got UFC, yeah, NBA coming out soon. Yeah, it'll be fine. As long as it's uh, under an hour and a minute, we're good. So stay tuned for those. Uh, we'll be back next week with the ring. Go Birds. Go Birds, baby.